Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Illusion Empire podcast. It is your host, A Illusion Empire. Well, today I have a pretty good um, episode for you, but I'm going to do things just a little more different. Meaning, we only have only two segments because there is a lot I need to get through with. On the political aspect of things, and we're just gonna have a pretty brief weird topic finale. There's gonna be no mid games, gonna be nothing about video games or board games related. There'll be nothing like that. I mean, I, w- I want some feedback, especially this particular in this 15th episode, because it's gonna do a little different only for this one and then for the next one. It'll be back to normal. The reason why I'm doing this because Super Tuesday, there's a lot I have to go through. But I'll make sure I take my time and try to uncover all potential stones. So, so primary politics is going to be about the preliminary South Carolina delegate votes. The winner is already finalized at this point. And then I want to get more deeper into the Super Tuesday. Yeah, that's the one, the polling numbers, what things are going to win what, the delegates and all of that. And who I think is going to win what based on my understanding of the state, the basic population analysis and whatnot. So I'm not going to try to get super deep into the Super Tuesday. I'll probably save that one for the next episode about which populations and then I might even change your mind on that so let's get started with South Carolina so for me it was no surprise on who was going to win South Carolina and that would go to Mr. Joe Biden yep Mr. Joe Biden in second place I'm not surprised here is Bernie Sanders, and as of as of delegate allocations, Biden has twenty five out of fifty four. Bernie Sanders only has six. And so far, anybody else um, will not get a single delegate. They bend the rules a little bit. Probably get a one or two. Uh, but the third place, and one of them might get that one or two, will be Mr. Tom Steyer. This is the best he has ever done, and I think this is the best he could um, ever do for obvious reasons. He's a lame candidate with no damn ideas. He, he don't got ideas. You know, only a few people pay attention to him. I mean, he ah, this is the best he could ever do. So... We'll need to go, and don't be surprised he drops out, I'll say, a day or two after Super Tuesday. Because he just can't process, he just he has dollar brain, alright? Um, people to judge at four, if I'm not surprised. He's done very poor. I'm over there. Like, I have analyzed without thinking too deeply about South Carolina. They are more conservative-leaning people in their politics. They're not into this whole you know, the Sanders revolution 
overall they want someone who they're more familiar with, someone who leans more on a conservative side of some things, and that will be Mr. Joe Biden. Not surprised, he does very well with um, African Americans, so to me, that was a given that Joe Biden was going to win. But I'm not surprised Bernie Sanders was going to do second, second, get a second place on that because he really, he really has a very broad coalition, and that is in one aspect of a true leader, getting all kinds of people together. You know, just to believe in your idea, your ideology, and whatnot. whatnot. And I'm just going to clarify one thing. I don't think Bernie Sanders is a communist, but I will, but I do, why I do label him as a socialist. And, and you know, he even said it himself, he's a Democrat socialist. You know, there are some differences between socialism and communism. Socialism is more of a, the way I see it, an infantile form of communism. Unless it's well executed, you know, then socialism could look good. Is it possible? Yes. There's a few countries doing that, but I'm not going to get too deep into that. I'll be for another episode. Request, request, if you want to hear that. Um, me, to be honest, um, so far, these Democratic candidates don't press me that much. Mr. Biden is the ghost from the past. Tom Style, I don't know what the hell he's doing there. The candidates I found interesting are no longer there. Well, except for one person, but she doesn't make it to debates anymore for obvious reasons. She's not doing well. She should quit already. Just endorse somebody, okay? I mean, seriously. So, that's the whole deal with that. And this is, as I'm talking, over 50% of the precincts have reported so the winner is finalized and there's just no way around it. Bernie Sanders this is the second placing, scored six out of the fifty-four delegates. That means thirty-one has been allocated already. And to do the math. Hmm. Let's deduct fifty let's deduct thirty-one for fifty-four. We have 23 delegates left that's unaccounted for, so most likely more of them is going to go to Biden, and Sanders can get a little bit, and maybe, maybe Tom Steyer will probably get a few. But everybody else ain't getting the damn thing. Oh, and fifth place. Ooh, I forgot about how significant fifth place is here. Um, it is Elizabeth Warren. Shocker? No. No, I'm not shocked at all. I guess she's a great debater, but she has credibility issues. And she, and, and, and you know what? And that's her own undoing. That's a sad part. A lot of it is her own undoing. She lacks self-awareness. And she can't handle. You know, she can't handle it when things get tough. I see that over and over again. But she is a great debater. She gets into details of policies 
even better than Bernie Sanders. Ooh, controversial. Who has controversial to progressive people? Oh, well. That's the truth the way I see it. So, but she's definitely going to lose. And Bernie Sanders' campaign is far more superior than hers in many obvious ways. All right, so that's it about that. South Carolina, very basic analysis. Just use that mind frame. It's easy. Doesn't take a genius to know. Just take someone who pays attention and who could connect all the simple and basic and smart dots. Okay? All right. So, we have Super Tuesday coming up. That's only... Three days from here. Yeah. Three days from here. So March 3rd. And these are the these are the states that are participating in this event. We got Alabama, Arkansas, Colorado, Georgia, Massachusetts. And actually, yeah, I spelled it wrong. Uh, Minnesota, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Vermont, and Virginia. Oh, no, no, no. This is actually the wrong information. Ha! There's a few states I don't see in here. Well... Forget that source. <laughs> Made a boo-boo on that one. Let's see, because there's definitely states missing there. They don't mention California, which is the largest one in the pot. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Man, they got Alabama. They got Arkansas this list. Oh, but they don't have California. Oh, they don't have Maine either. Ooh, shame on me. And they also... Don't have da, 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 North Carolina. Ooh, gotta toss this source out the window. And vetting it, vetting it, vetting it. Ooh, and Utah. Bye bye. It's official. That source sucks. It's a good thing I picked up more than one. So, I'm gonna go through this again because there are. More than a dozen states here. So we've got Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. So it's 14 states that are part of this process. Yep, 14 states. That's a lot of states. And near and nearly 40% of delegates are up for grabs. So this is potentially gonna give a very good projection on who could get the nominee, right? Yes, that's right. And I'm probably not gonna get deep into what's open and what's um, 
and what's open, what's not. Um, you know, I'm not gonna get too deep into that because I don't. I don't think it's necessary, to be honest. All right. So let's go with some of the polling we have here. And I'm going to get to delicate worth in just a moment. Uh, let's see here. So according to the early California polling, which is the largest, it has, it has the most delegates. And this is the most valuable state for Democrats to grab. In all pre-Super Tuesday polling, as of February February 20th to the 26th, that's, you know, that's when the first poll was done, and that was when the last pre-Super Tuesday polling was conducted. Um, according to CNN, Berkeley, IGS, and KQED slash NPR, has all concluded that Bernie Sanders will, I mean, will win California. And that makes perfect sense. And second place will be Warren, because those two are the most progressive candidates. So, yeah, Bernie Sanders is going to grab, I would say, definitely more than 300 delegates, if I have to take a guess here. That's not the exact count. Um, yeah, Bernie Sanders projected to win California, and that's huge. I mean, that is huge right there. Okay, and, and just letting you know, not all of them got polled um, as much as these states. These, these only a few selected ones I got um, polled. According to Texas polling, Bernie Sanders expected to win that state as well. Who's number two in there? I would say Mr. Biden, according to all of these polls, except for Day for Progress. They have um, Bloomberg in third in Texas, so he's going to definitely grab a, a good amount of delegates there. And according to North Carolina polling, overall, even a one day for progress indicated Sanders may win, but there's two more polls that contradict that for Chivitas and Triple P. They say Biden's expected to win North Carolina. Yeah, it's a neighboring state of South Carolina, and they are moderate. Yeah, I think it's a moderately Republican state, even though they have. Even though the news has um, depicted them going more liberal. Yeah, I won't be surprised Biden wins North Carolina. And that's a decent state to win. Um, And Virginia, I find this one to be an interesting one. Well, according to one poll, um, he's tied with Bloomberg to Monmouth. Yeah, he's tied with Bloomberg at 22%. Now, for Day for Progress, once again, they pull these, they be pulling the most. They have Sanders winning by nine points. So, I would say Bernie Sanders could win Virginia. 
And let's see how that goes from there. Oh, and this is where it gets interesting. Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren's home state. Sanders, according to these polls, the Boston, the Boston Globe slash Suffolk, WBUR, Mass INC, and UMass Amherst has predicted that Bernie Sanders is going to win Massachusetts, which is, would, this would be very detrimental for Elizabeth Warren, because this is her home state. And not surprised, she'll be in second. But that's still embarrassing, finishing second in your home state. Colorado. Uh, progressive. Uh, that would be a progressive state, even though they have a few Republicans winning here and there. Like I think the Republicans could really try to take Colorado. I mean, over here in religious movements in that state. Um, according to Magellan and Dave for Progress, Bernie Sanders is expected to win by in double digits. Yeah, Bernie Sanders is going to win. Nah, there's no doubt about it. There's a war and not surprised. Is in second because of like progressive policies. Now, Utah. Utah is a, is a conservative state. They feel the burn and because Bernie Sanders, according to Bernie Sanders, is a, maybe the winner, according to Deseret News and Slash Hinkley. And the Salt Lake um, Tribune and Suffolk, they both um, collaborate with this poll. This was conducted a bit early, but still pre-Super Tuesday. Um, Sanders has win. Sanders going to win. Um, you taught us if these polls are right, because sometimes they get it wrong. But who's in second place? Oh, who's in second place? Oh, Bloomberg in one poll, and there was one that Elizabeth Warren is in second place. But overall, Bloomberg is the second place once they round that up. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, but they both are tied in average. Warren. It's interesting that Warren will do decent in Utah. That one I find interesting. I didn't expect that to happen. Now, this one I found it predictable. For Minnesota, which is the home state of Amy Klobuchar, she's expected to win... And I would expect that too. And if you're in your own home state, there's something really wrong with you. I mean, you should just quit. I mean, that would be a very poor indicator that you just don't do well. And according to the Star Tribune and UMass, I'm just showing them up here. Amy Klobuchar is expected to win by six points, and Sanders in second. In both of these polls, I mean Sanders has been at least in the top two in most of these polls, so he's still going to grab a good amount of delegates, despite him being second place in some of these um, states. So I'm telling you, Bernie Sanders, I think is going to crush it overall. Okay, Oklahoma. Another very conservative one. I won't be surprised Sanders won't do well here. Ah, it's between Biden and Bloomberg. Interesting. As soon as poll said Biden should win by one. CHS and Associates poll just say Bloomberg. Bloomberg, they win by six points. Okay. 
If I have to do overall average, I think Bloomberg will win this because this is a conservative state, and Bloomberg was a former Republican. Thanks to Democrats bashing him on that. In Maine, a state that's actually near Vermont, Sanders is expected to win by nine points, according to Colby College. Oh, in Vermont Democrat primary poll, the Vermont Public Radio, they did a poll, and this is when Bernie Sanders takes the lead by over 30 freaking points. Not surprised. His own home state, and he does poll very where, very well, ugh. <laughs> where, where he's a senator at. So. So that sample polling is speaking volumes, and I tend to agree with that. So, Sanders, of course, not going to win all of them, but he is going to do. Well. I think the only state he's going to do very bad is in Oklahoma, which is which is nothing. It's nothing for Bernie Sanders. Um, I'm not done with all these primary polling. We got the... Oh, I'm not interested in Trump versus Klobuchar. Klobuchar doesn't... It's going to win by 20 points. She ain't going to be a nominee. So why would they do that? Waste of time. Oh, Arkansas. Another conservative state. Overall. Bloomberg has a narrow lead over Biden. And Sanders at third. That's the worst for Sanders. He's in third in some of these polls. And, you know, this is very, very, very interesting. I'm going to post a link to, you know, if you want to get more details and all of that. I'm not going to read every single one to you because I want you to do your research. I don't want you to take my word for it, okay? Do your research. You know, to do, you know, don't just passively accept information, including mine. All right, I'll post a link from real. This is all coming from real clear politics. I think they do a good job of these polls, as long as they don't accept Quinnipiac. It's a joke, that one. And, ooh, what do we got here? This is the 2020 Democratic. Presidential nomination polling. As of now, this is when I average out all of this. When you average it out, according to Yahoo News slash YouGov, Morning Council, Fox News, The Hill with Harris X, Reuters and Ipsos. They all are projecting that Bernie Sanders will win the Democrat nomination. All of them is pulling him in the lead. The lead slightly varies from the lowest six to 13 points. Overall, he has a double-digit lead, just to put it short. Okay? So... Not all these states have been polled because some of them are too small and a delicate cow is just wrong. You're discriminating. You're discriminating states with 
some small um, delegates. This is me jumping here. I have not gotten to that just yet. See, that's just me jumping to conclusions. So don't take me seriously on that one, folks. So let's get to the worthiness of all these states. I'm going to start with the small ones. Okay. Let's start with the small ones first. Um, oh, I ran over some things here. Okay. And I mean my small less than 100 delegates. So... Alabama has 52 delegates up for grabs. Arkansas has 31 delegates up for grabs. Colorado has 67 delegates up for grabs. Maine has 24. This is all according to Ballotpedia. And then we'll have to break down real clear. Massachusetts with 91 delegates to grab. I'm only talking about the Democrat side because the Republican side is not interesting because Trump's going to win that. Okay. Minnesota with 75 um, delegates to grab. I think this is one of the few times where Amy Klobuchar is going to actually grab a lot. Uh, Oklahoma, 37. Delegates grab is what Bernie Sanders expected to do terrible. So you probably can narrowly grab three. Tennessee, 64 delegates to grab. Utah with 29. Um Vermont with 16 delegates to grab. And now I'm gonna start with the average, just ones with 99. Um this is with 99 and up. So we have Virginia Nats with 99 delegates to grab. It's one of the few states we were expected to win. So you might grab a good amount there. North Carolina is one that Biden is expected to win. Has 110 delegates to grab. And we have California here. California is the cream of the crop here. For obvious reasons. Before we get to that, let's get to Texas. Ooh. Texas is silver here. And Bernie Sanders expected to win this. With 228 delegates to grab. Now California, the biggest of them all. With 415 delegates to grab. And Bernie Sanders just look at these polls. Mary Sands wins. He's going to grab a hell of a lot of delegates. Yeah, he's going to be able to grab a lot of delegates. And once he does, it's set. I mean, it's really, really set for Bernie Sanders. All right? And... And you know what? This is when I think 
these hard-headed, mentally ill contestants could finally drop. Because to me, it should be just, at this point, it should just be between Sanders, Bloomberg, and Biden. Everybody else is just in the way. It's like a weed that grows in your garden. Pretty, pretty stubborn to take out sometimes. And it's somehow keep on coming back. Right? So, this is the analysis. I know there's a few other territories, but I can't get into that. Um, they're very low. And to me, they're very... And they ain't going to play much into who um, nominates the president. So this has been much more longer than usual because I'm doing just a moderate, I'll say somewhat moderate, um, quick analysis of Super Tuesday. Like I said, 14 states are up for grabs. Up 14 states have a good amount of delegates are up for grabs. And, and let's see what happens. You know, Biden is expected to win a few, and Bloomberg expected to win a few. Amy Kerbertraw is expected to win one state. And that's that. All right, let me stop right here. All right, so I will see you in the next segment. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm going to repeat. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. It's fun and easy. All right. Thank you, listeners, for um, reaching the next segment of this podcast. And I know I said a little boo-boo there. I said, see you. I don't actually see you. What's going on with me? This is what happens when I drink caffeine right before I start this. So I have to stop doing that. Hold me accountable to it, dear listeners. Um, so this is going to be brief. If you manage to reach the end of the first, which is um, a little, little over 29 minutes long, congratulations. It was... um. Super Tuesday um, preliminary analysis and and you know and and um, preliminary delegate allocations for South Carolina. So now this news here. 
It's about the coronavirus and the update of it. That's why I'm not sounding as happy. Um, we have one death confirmed in the American soil, a country that I obviously live in, and this is going to start to spread panic on a massive scale across America. This is the first death in U.S. soil. The corny. I'm just gonna get a little basic into it with the source, but if you want more and more details, you just read the source yourself from USA Today. Indicated that this man had the respiratory compromised system, and he was in his 50s. He died. And I know they add something about Trump, but I don't. I don't care. These, these downplaying it. The mainstream media is on um, being hyperbolic. The truth normally is found in the middle. We should not be very careless when it comes to the coronavirus. However. You should try to maintain vigilance and try not to panic over this. I know it's easier said than done. Believe me, I knew. I have family members. Some of one of them was panicking over, and I had to educate him on the coronavirus. To be honest, I just, so far I just think the politics behind it just makes it far more deadlier than the symptoms. This is a new disease. I'm sure we're new. Um, not new. It's a new type of virus that's more related to the flu family. Um, I'm sure more information comes out. I might be able to change my opinion and outlook of it. But we just gotta wash our hands and try to follow the precautions we normally do when we get the flu. America, unlike China, is definitely more transparent when it comes to medical information. China keeps a lot of things private. That's fine for your citizens' medical records. We don't need to get deep to your citizens, China, but you should at least give us. Knowledge of this coronavirus and how deadly it is, because according to the simulation, they say forget the exact number here, but over sixty-five million people will die from this virus. Let's see how true that guess is. If that's true, that's far more worse than the barbaric plague, which was which which today is considered the most deadliest disease of all time. That was a disease that originated in the Middle Ages, generates from rat filth, 
Yeah, it was very transmittable. The, the Simpsons disease was very deadly. It coughed a lot. It spilled out blood out. It's, it's you know, very disgusting. And that's killed 50 million people worldwide. And this is during a time when the population wasn't even as huge as it is today. Where I think we are close to 8 billion people. And even though in the percentage that's considered low, but that's still a lot of human death. That's the thing I like about percentages sometimes. It skews certain things. Percentages that'll probably be what? Less than 8% maybe? But I'm not that good with math. Um, I, I don't need a calculator for me to indicate what's percentage of... <laughs> 65 million to 8 billion. It's less than um, 10%. I know that for sure. And yeah. But that's still a lot of people. In real number, that's still a lot of um, human beings dying from this. And the only thing I can justify is to just. I'm not a medical expert. I'm not going to claim to be. Because I'll be just be downright um, misleading. And I don't want to do that. Just try to follow the basic precautions that you do with um, food. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth. So check out the hospital. Um, you suspect you have the symptoms. So you could um, reduce the chance of spreading it. You know, that's all I can say. I'm not... I'm not uh, uh, sign, you know, I'm not a scientist and I'm not a medical um, staff or expert. So that's all we could do for this. And despite this short segment being gloomy, I'm gonna just polish up what I normally say here. Try to enjoy life. Because you never know when you're going to go. Thank you. And whatever time and whatever time you are in your country. Um, I see my data. I've attracted at least one person from the UK, one from Australia. Good night or good morning. Doodles.